Hey now. What's up? Did you miss me? Um, I got hey Dave. God's lightest boy sitting next to me. <laughs> Just addresses Dave. <laughs> Chewing How, how's your, uh, over there? What are you doing? Yeah, I just poured me a big, big bowl, bowl of stained glass chips. I love it. The, the colors really bring out the flavor. <laughs> Dear God. <laughs> Sounds good from this end, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, uh, talk to me, man. Preach to me. What are we doing, dude? How are you setting your life up, bro? Listen, first of all, let's just get right into it. What's uh, Josephine Biden responding to tonight? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's responding to uh, the uh, just breaking news. It was the uh, 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 indictment and actually uh, appearance by Trump for his 34 counts. Ha, 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 ha. 34 counts. Um, what do we uh, – what say you, Joseph? Man, I love bunnies. I think I'm kidding. I got to. No, seriously, you can't make that kind of stuff up. I've got <laughs> one. I bought one when I was younger. My dad told me not to, but I – there's for the foreign the fornication in our country is unbelievable. End quote. I got another one for you, Josephine. The fornication. How do you feel about the Nash the Nashville shooter? The trans transsexual targeting Christians. Well, I, I, there's so many things that I would like to address in this I mean this this was he wearing one? I don't know if he had one on, honestly. Did he, uh, <laughs> he had one on. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> about that uh he worked on the intelligence community in the biden administration he was caught she was caught wearing stolen she was caught stealing suitcases from from random women and the reason they caught her is because one of the suitcases she stole contained a designer dress that is only like one of one and the designer that had her suit bag stolen was watching the news and this fucking tranny in a dress was wearing her clothes. Oh, my God. Oh my God. Yeah, this was like a year ago that went down. Wow. That's insane. I didn't know about that. Yeah. yeah well, that's good. Um, if you uh, – I just don't know. Um, it, it, do you think if you're a transvestite – like if I was in a dress and stuff and you know, duct taping it or tucking it in, I'm not sure which way it goes, and doing that – do you think you could look at me in my business and my business model or my government service and say, you might have a challenge in life? You know, you might, you might, you might have some problems and you might want to talk about these things. I, every person I've known that has gone down the various rabbit holes of LBGQ has had some major trauma that they probably have needed to talk to somebody about in life. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, everyone. <laughs> Dave's got enough traumas to cover about 80, 80 dicks yeah. <laughs> and 20 dresses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I just, I just, way on in there. Yeah. Well, that's the thing for me. It's like, why do you want to go through that trouble every time you got to take a Hey, now. Welcome. Well, welcome to Half the Experience, where I'm your host. We got Big Wolf Dave Silver, as always. <laughs> we got Moron. We got Half. Super excited to be here this week, and of course we got our sponsorships. We got Buns and Unders, anywhere from here to California. Pop off, 
any exit get you number five can't find that stop in any local grocery store from here to at least pennsylvania anywhere on the flattle aisle 56 pick you up the sweetest biggest bag of sweet meat put that in your mouth share it with the homeless mm-hmm. man mm-hmm. looking for that sweet sweet smell and aroma to rub all over your body some natural man care products go to soyersnatural.com and of course our new product line coming out in the near future from now until the time the earth ends raptor packs Mm, sweet meat tastes good. <laughs> you gotta like untuck it uh, and untape. I guarantee you they just. <laughs> Next thing you know, we're gonna be putting urinals in women's rooms. I mean, your your taint would be smooth after the time removing that tape. Do you think if you're if you're dressing up as a woman, right? get turned on by I, I I don't know but yeah go ahead I mean you never did that you, your friends never nah. made you wear a dress wait, wait am I the only one here <laughs> but wait, that's not normal if you're doing that right is there a little bit of like back of your mind is there is there a little little voice that goes what the fuck are you doing that you just have to shut up because think about it, you're standing in front of the mirror ugly as fuck because uh-huh. you're wearing a dress yeah. and you decide to wear lipstick and you just go there, is there a little tiny voice in the back of your head that's like hey bro <laughs> <laughs> like, <you> <laughs> and then you just you just have to be like no no this way this way this way but like there's that little man voice that's just like what the fuck are you doing because we all have that voice in the back every dude no matter how weird he gets has that little voice that's going you're a fucking yeah i mean i'm like six five is stilettos i mean yeah <laughs> is that uh Shit, you should put on a dress for that. <laughs> you know so I, i've measured myself when i'm in stilettos and uh, mm-hmm. i'm just saying it's kind of hard to sell the public that you know I'm, I'm a hot chick. Two inches soft in stilettos. Oh, that's not the measuring we were talking oh, about. Oops, oops, I just misspoke. <laughs> Sorry, you were on, you went to the wrong pod, sir. Uh, try the next one. <laughs> the yeah, I don't I don't know because uh, if, if you're listening and uh, we do appreciate you as your our one of the listener, other one of the listener, and of course couldn't do without all your support and. If you're uh, anybody outside of those two categories of other listener, one other listener, but uh, we, we do appreciate it. If you happen to get off on any local exit, aisle 56, pick you up the biggest bag of sweet meat, pop that in your mouth, run around to the other side, get you a six-pack of red switch. Can't find that. Stop at any buns and others. Order number five. Uh, satisfy your day. If, for whatever reason, we make it this far and our sponsorships don't cancel us, we definitely got canceled now. Uh, episode 57. Yeah. Drop. Six minutes in, we, we're, we're yeah, shut down. Oh, yeah, Bud Light. Uh, yeah, I got holding a nice fresh can of Bud Light right here in my hand. It's got... Just kidding. We don't drink Bud Light anymore. Oh, that's right. I forgot. This is a happy dad. Yeah, you can't, you can't drink Bud Light because that's, you know, sensitive to those who don't identify as Bud. Um, so it's their light now. Uh... <laughs> you know, this... when we used to drink Budweiser, that's what badasses did back in the day i mean we're going back to a little bit of 80s stuff here but that's what we did you know you, you drank budweiser because you had big forearms and kicked ass and 
you know, that was back when there weren't many beers left. You had your Bud Lights, your Millers, your Coors, your, uh, you had some local brewers around Stroh's and stuff like that. But really it was Budweiser took over the world at like 80, 90% of the market of the 80s. Now it's had some encroachment because of these, you know, your Amstels and the light stuff. And obviously now the IPAs and hazy of the, the hazies of the world have really come in hard. But Budweiser was our thing. And now to have Budweiser just really promoting a lot of rainbows and transsexuals, um, you know, I, I'm all for inclusion, but not in my beer. How many you know? other beer? Not in my beer. No. <laughs> How many other beers does Budweiser own, the company? Um, who owns Budweiser is actually the question. Yeah, let's find out. If I'm not mistaken, well, you know, I'm going to take right. a guess here. Uh, Heineken, Budweiser, uh, I mean, Amstel and Heineken, somebody like that bought it for like $3.2 about three or four years ago. And now it's part of Europe. So who owns Budweiser? Uh, yeah. While you're looking that up, here, here's the, the problem I have. What? How are we defining inclusion? Like... I'm all for letting anybody sit at the poker table and play a game with me. Like, but that, I don't, I don't want to hear your opinionated statements that are flying out of your mouth that have some sort of justification that you determine that wearing the dress is acceptable. Like that's not inclusion. That's, that's delusion and stupidity. Like to even tolerate that, like, Boys are boys and girls are girls. Like this is. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. No, I'm not hanging on a. What if you feel very sincerely? No, I don't care. Body. Feelings like this is what I'm talking about. What? Well, how are we defining inclusion? Table and it's like, hey, this is for boys only. You know, there's rules to that table. Well, I feel like a boy today. Well, I don't give a rip. You know, show me your penis and you can sit at the table. You know, like you can. That you can one basic rule of this table, then you don't get to sit here. That's but not aren't, aren't feelings an integral part of who that human being is? Yeah, if I punch you in the face, you'd feel that. Like, but your emotional. So what you're saying is emotional, does not emotional account. bearing, emotional like, emotional intuitions has no has no influence whatsoever on. Your uh, on reality, on, no. on reality or on society, should it no. should it have a, no. a, an influence on society? Absolutely, absolutely not on, on, what if on I reality. Feel like, what if I really, really feel like uh, I'm a a fourteen year old? Does that mean how I old? am a fourteen year old? How old are you? Twenty six. Okay, then no, you're twenty six years old. Well. Well, I'll give my fourteen-year-old girlfriend. Well, I don't care what you think. You know, like the, I make day word press. That makes sense. <laughs> just to rewind here, uh, fifty-two billion in total equity created the world's largest brewery, Budweiser, uh, and Michelob, with the producer of Beck's, Stella Andros, um, uh, Hogarten, Lafe, Bass, Labatt's, and Brahm. As well as skull. 52, 52 well, billion. They don't make this. This yeah. is an American made company. Yep. There we go. Happy dad. Yep. The, uh, again, we get the back to the. Uh, I'm simply talking about what is inclusion because we're, we're defining this or we're saying this word, assuming that we're all in definition. And then Louis went full send on his 
um, emotional state after he had his phones taken out of his throat. Um, <laughs> I also had him shave my apple out and down a little bit. Apparently, <laughs> they ripped your nuts out, too. Shave oh. Adam's apple down? Can you imagine waking up? What, if, what would you do? What would be your immediate response if you woke up in a hospital bed post-surgery and your nuts were gone? What's, I'd what's a miracle your grow on them and grow them back. I'd which, force them to grow back. What's your immediate response? I'd, I'd call my lawyer. I'm not sure how that one works. <laughs> like, well, I guess I'm wearing dresses. <laughs> okay, if we do that again, I'm going to have to just, uh, you, know, you know, maybe, I don't know, have enough money to buy hookers or restaurants. They're like, oh, that's the best sex I ever had. <laughs> I got enough money not to worry about it. Yeah, that's. Hey, hey, does my prostate still work? Let's my, talk about. Let's talk about believing the lie. What is a lie that you are willing to believe in your there life? There isn't one. There isn't one. Okay. Has there ever been? Or okay, let me better. Right now, sure. Has there ever been a time in your life where there's a lie that you knew was a lie, but you still chose to believe? Ooh. Ooh. And this goes for any point in your life. And if you can't think of a point in your life, what's something that others might choose to believe? A woman that says, I love you. A woman, a woman that has rights. <laughs> oh, oh, I mean, that. oh, my God. We're getting canceled. They, if we haven't got canceled yet, we could keep on using that joke. <laughs> yeah, but I, I think, I think when, when, you're, when your wife, you know, like – Maybe after you know your you know six months or a year of marriage or something like that. But when she says "I love you," it's just a, it's emotion, and not an emotion. Well, this is a question: Who loves pure? This is a question, a famous question. And to 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 answer the question, they use an example: How many exes do you know that you that you have that you'd be like, you know, I love that girl. You don't wish harm to, and you and you wish them the best, and you hope they're successful in good life. And how many exes do women have? That they would kill them if they had the choice. Wow, that's a great summary. So who's, so who, so who actually genuinely loves more? It's for women. It's the mo- as long as you're the provider, protector, caring, loving, date night, weekend, whatever. Blah 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 blah. The second that you're, you know, even if you've probably had exes that cheated on you in your in your past, if well, you found uh, you not, go, not on me, but you go, you go, you know what? Nah, it sucks. You know, screw her. I'm not gonna be. But like you, you wouldn't if you saw them on the street being being, you know, fall over. You'd help them up, brush her. Knee. Like you, you don't have genuine I, hate. In your life. I, I still help them now. I mean, yeah. even yeah. the exes I keep in touch with, it might yeah. be I don't know, twenty yeah. of them nowadays or whatever. But I'm still great to them. But help not any yeah. second. Drop. I drop everything. Go help not any second. Um, I still, you know, I mean, even my my recent couple, three exes, I guess yeah. I would say I still love them. Mm-hmm. You know, I still fully yeah. care deeply, but I could generally never talk to them. Again. Yeah, <laughs> but our love is more genuine and pure. That's what I'm saying. Women's love is is, is shallow and fake. Oh, I think every, every, of every one of them push a button that said "Kill Dave Reed." Push his button, they would fucking pound. They'd stop on that button. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I think it's just the way it goes. It's just a woman's heart. I think you know. I, there's nothing better than listening to two single men talk about love. I just can't wait to listen back to this episode already. <laughs> oh gosh. Well, back to the lie. Um, does anybody have one? 
Um, I, for me, it's, it's too, I don't think I was ever too that stupid, you know. Let me let me consider my own life here and think about it. Um, I guess at one point I did believe that McDonald's was food. <laughs> it, would, it would help me something that was tied to your own emotion. The only the only thing I would ever maybe even consider would be something that would be wrapped around emotion. I mean, I other than that, I'm, I'm a scientist in every aspect. Um, you know, if somebody if something's wrapped around emotion, but here's the tricky part of the question because it's a lie that you know is a lie. Because if we thought back lies we believed, well, I'm sure we'd come up something. You know, I've never. But this is a lie that. Yeah, the Earth's a globe. You know is a lie. That. It's a, it's a it's it's conflicts in itself. Yeah, I know the question conflicts in itself, but but love is a great example. I mean, how many people we're, we're going to get divorced, but literally are back in love with each other? At least so they think. So they know it's a lie, but they went back to the same well, you know. But I think it's got to be tied around emotion to to be to have something so overwhelming that you gla- glaze over the known lie and bite back on the hook. And let them sink the hook again, and down, you know, up, up to the boat. You get real. Yep. And that's emotion. Uh, maybe, maybe anger. If that's something, I, mean, I don't really get anger, but I would say the biggest one today in a happening in America, and actually, this might be. I'd actually, I don't know if it applies to me, but politics. Someone hears a politician talk, they know they're lying. That's funny, <laughs> but they choose to believe it. That's actually a pretty good one. Because there. finding the truth takes work. Yeah. I would say lawyers. We already, on one of our episodes, we talked about us. You know, not all lawyers are people, but all bad people are lawyers, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right, are you all my lawyers out there to listen to this? Um, uh, he didn't mean what he said. Yeah, we, the, we, this is the yeah, comedy podcast. Okay, you know one. how it is, just for jokes. I know that Michael Jackson touched kids, but I'm not. I'm not believing it. His music's too good. First, first of all, that has been proven. <laughs> Greece. I thought Corey, I thought Corey Feldman came out recently and said that that uh, you know it all went down and it was kind of nice. He was talking about his one night stand with the man. <laughs> <laughs> Even then, just one nice time, he might have been still been pissed. <laughs> no, but seriously, I'm not, I didn't make that as a joke. Like, it has not been proven. There's actually no proof that he did touch little boys. They found articles. They found pictures of naked kids in his home. Doesn't mean he touched them. <laughs> God. 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 I mean, that's technically true. Ho- ho- hopefully, if he was alive, he would have been put away for life for having to get <laughs> Just one little thing in there, dear God. He's like, where was this man on my court date? Like, why couldn't my lawyer use that line? <laughs> oh, okay. Here's one. If you had to defend, if you had to defend um, Jeffrey Epstein in a court of law, what's your angle? He's insane. You're going insane, please. That's usually the easiest one, and run from there. Get a bunch of because you can pay scientists to do that. I'm getting paid for this horseshit. I would <laughs> run insane. I would, I would, uh, I would call him up to the stand, and I would say, "This man is innocent," and cat myself. <laughs> <laughs> 
court, dude. Imagine the jury just sitting there watching that. What the? Watching you say, watching you say, I know the answer. Boom. <laughs> oh, gosh. I think I would plead uh, manipulation. I don't know if I could, yeah, honestly, I with that one. Get, I think you're still getting time for that. Right? I, I wouldn't. I would would stand up and be like, high school was rough. (laughs) (laughs) I think as a lawyer, the best thing you do is drag it out for like a five-year trial and suck every dollar out of the estate you could. Mm -hmm. All right, you're out of money, you're guilty. And then set set them up for 100 years and and brag about giving them five years on the outside. That's the best you can do for that guy. Yeah. Well, sadly, he wouldn't have made it that long anyways. Cause they so people that are on trial for murder are walking around, able to go to the store. They're on bail. True. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's murderers out there that haven't been caught that go to the same stores as you. Okay. <laughs> Dave, how you burying a body? How, okay, what? and this is not... This is not someone you know or are connected to. What did, but, you, what did you just say? Well, how am I burying a body? Uh, very simple. In a graveyard. Get married a body. <laughs> in, a, in a graveyard and get paid for it. And then... and then. But you murdered him. Oh, I murdered somebody. Yes. No, you just that's keep adding to the story. Okay. Hypothetical murder and how do I yep. hypothetically get rid of a body? Yep. Um, dear God, there'd be so many simple ways from chemistry and beyond. Um, from, you know, I just... It would be... What should we go to? Pigs. Uh, in, any any movie scenes probably got one of those in it. I, what would I must my go to? I've never actually thought about that. I don't even know how I think about that. But you know, pigs eat people, but you got to starve your pigs. That's kind of bad for the pigs and bad for you as a murderer. I, I just have to admit to it. I think I don't think I could. I don't think I get. Can't that. you take? Can't you take? Yep, on a boat. You put it on a boat. Uh-huh. Take it out. Chain uh-huh. like weigh it down. Uh-huh. Drop it at the bottom of like a river here. Is it going to be eaten? Uh, likely, likely, but you know, bones remain. You know, if you get it out in deep enough oceanic waters, I'm sure that there'd it get sharked. You know, if as long as you get out in the reefs, a thirty foot, you know, thirty foot of water, twenty foot down the on a reef, it would probably not get discovered by scuba divers and stuff. But yeah, that's some uh, yeah body, but bodies are crazy. But then you got. Everything, you know, is monitored. Your drones watching you. There's boats out there. They they know where you went. They uh, your FBI agent. Yeah, your personal FBI agent's watching you, following you around. You know, <laughs> so uh, plot twist. Yeah, that I murdered. I I think Jeffrey Dahmer had the right idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! He was on to something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He paved the way for us. Mm. I'm taking mine to a, a volcano. If you or, or, that'd be a long or, yeah, what I'm gonna, this actually I changed my mind. What I'm gonna do is gonna go up to one of my, to one of my, my I'm gonna go up to one of my yeah, gonna go up to one of my Amish brothers and pay them for some of that you know, three to five thousand year old FBI can't but, take up Amish territory. Exactly. And so I'm going to go up there. I'm going to do a little negotiate with him. And I'm going to get him to give me some of that 
three to five thousand year old mummy toilet paper, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna wrap the body in that, and then go lay it in one of the tombs in Egypt, and then one day somebody's gonna find it, and it just it's gonna blow their world up because all the evidence shows that the mummy was there for three to five thousand years, but when they get inside and they like do the search and the DNA on the body, it'll be a modern body. That sounds quite elaborate. <clears throat> yeah. Did you ever hear about sort of murder related? Uh, the Tiger King series, oh, yeah. Carol Baskin's yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. husband. Yeah. You know he's alive in Costa Rica. John <laughs> with Tupac yeah. and Hitler. He's found alive in Costa Rica. Check out on bar. Yeah. That's wild. Carol Baskin's husband's alive? Yeah, in Costa Rica. Chilling. So the guy convicted for murders getting let out? The Tiger King? No, she was never convicted. I thought he was. She was suspected of feeding her husband to the line. To the lines. Because her husband went missing. What did he go to jail for? He didn't go to jail for anything. Yeah, he was locked up. I don't know. The Coke? He was like a he was like a gay Coke guy or something, right? No, you're thinking of you're thinking of Tiger King, uh the the crackhead that that's in prison right now. His arch enemy was Carol Baskin. was Carol Baskins. Carol Baskins' his husband, because Tiger King's always was be like she killed her husband. And that was that was his enemy. Her husband's alive in Costa Rica. Wow, well, I would run to Costa Rica to get away from that crazy woman. But mm-hmm. that said, um, what did he go to jail for? What, what did the crackhead? Get Joe to? Exotic is his name. Joe Exotic. What's Joe name? Exotic. Yeah, that's what it is. He went to jail for hiring someone to kill Kara Baskins. Oh, that's what it was. That's what it was. Attempted murder. Idiot. Can you imagine yeah. revealing that to someone in the height of the pandemic when Tiger King was the biggest watch show on the earth? Everyone thought, be, be at a bar in Costa Rica and be like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Carol Baskins' husband. Yeah, I'm not dead. I like it. He must not have done it because the first person heard that would be tweeting it to the. <laughs> tweeted to Netflix. Mm-hmm. Different topic. It's kind of like murder. You heard any speeches from Joe Biden? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you think oh, he'll be the first God. president to die of old age while he's in office? No. Few of keeping... There's been already a couple. Who died? They, they make sure he change, they change his AAA batteries every six weeks. I can't. FDR died in office, right? Imagine the joke we must be to politicians. But they talk to him behind closed doors, and he's like, they, they, they must not even do it. It's all a show, and then once they get behind closed doors, they toddle him off, and then they, the actual they... policymakers come in, and they're like, hey, sorry, he's, you know. And I, I, all the world leaders are laughing, like, oh, yeah, you had the biting meeting? Remember when they came and grabbed him and changed his diaper in front of me? Yeah, I, I would think he's regularly changing diapers. I would think he's regularly doing diapers. What what if it, he, like, he goes out there, he does his, whatever the heck he does, his routine, his skit. He comes back back in. They immediately put you know the old gag choker in his mouth, and just started wailing on him with you know empty socks full of uh, bars of soap. <laughs> like what if what if he gets off stage after his skit? He goes, "Oh wow, that was hard to sound that stupid," and he's just fucking perfectly. Reasonable. He's he's like the most genius human being on the planet. He's like, <laughs> dude, they're buying, they're soaking this shit up. Old feeble man. That's cool. You know what's funny was, is I had. I had a hope today. I was reading about how different countries are dropping dollars, currency, trading with China. And I was like, thinking how angry I was at the left and the trans. And the, I was like, I hope I'm wrong. 
I really genuinely wish I was wrong. I, I like I wish okay, that you're gonna have to be more specific on that. what they were doing and their convictions were right and I'm just delusional in America and America's gonna be okay. But I genuinely think the left don't have like I just want the best for everybody. I don't think the left have that any sort of they 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 they, they don't care if they're wrong. I genuinely hope I'm wrong about how much Biden's screwing up America. I hope I am. I hope there's some safe clauses. I hope everyone's panicking from nothing. Like, but I just can't see any way that I am wrong, dude. Yeah. There's been more damage done to our economy. It's irreparable. We can't come out of it. We're, we're 20 years and out. It's official and final. Yeah. What are you doing to prepare for the impending uh, crash? What what can besides you do? Shoving, besides shoving uh, Legos in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, so like you don't like me chewing on my Legos on the on the pod. <laughs> Golly! First of all, Dave he he somehow goes to his you know chop shop when he's recording. No one busts his balls, but I'm over here getting a sweet little midnight snack, and it you know I'm run over by six trains. <laughs> I hate when people say I don't vote. It doesn't make a difference either way. All right, that's the that well, that's the exact reason we're in this mess, in this mess in the first place. Yep. So, I take this quick. Many Democrats don't show up at the polls because life's so shitty. Yeah, we we do have. Uh, Three uh, two and a half pound bags of sweet meat, though. Uh, what? Wow. Uh, what? Sweet meat? Sweet meat, yeah, that's what I'm chomping on. Well, that's like, give us some Lord of the Rings, Logan bread, sustain you for days and days on end with just like three bites. Mm hmm. I'm literally going to be stocking this stuff up. That's why I'm preparing for this economy. This collapse. I'm going to have like 16 of those whiskey barrels full of sweet meat. Just slam full of the brim. One of them with whiskey. Something to wash it down with. Speaking of like sweet meat and protecting it down here in the south, apparently DeSantis just passed a law that said uh, in the, in the House, the Senate passed it, and DeSantis, I think, signed it today. You can check on that. That there's no more concealed weapons in the state of Florida. If I want to carry concealed, I carry concealed. I go get my gun, and I carry concealed. Nice. Although I have, a, I have a concealed weapons permit, that's actually handy because if I leave the state of Florida, I think I have 17 reciprocity states. Whereas a resident of Florida, I can take my gun, put it in my pocket, and walk down the road with it. I don't need a permit anymore to do that. Nice. Say some things are going right. I don't know if we have any kind of laws against it in South Carolina. I think it's just called being redneck and not giving a shit. But <laughs> we have a bunch of people that just carry it right on their holsters and... ARs on their back. Nobody cares. You can carry AR. Any legal gun can be carried in Florida on your back or beyond. Even New York State, you can do that. Except when it comes to a pistol, pistols have either concealed carry or open carry, and you got to have the permit for which one you have. Uh, typically, they allow concealed carry if your judge will sign it and you're in the right area and you're you got you know ten grand of pistol A at it. You can get a New York State license for that. But most, I think there's 30 states that rest across in Florida where 
You can go to their state and carry it concealed. Not a problem. I think Georgia. Georgia had to take a while where you actually did military yet automatic concealed. Georgia used to be no concealed. You could carry it without a permit, but it had to be open carry. You see it coming? So guys would walk around just with cowboy guns on their side and just wear them all around the place wherever they went. It was kind of neat, actually. That's what it should be. Uh, if you wanted, if you had a gun, you couldn't conceal it. You had. That's what I'm saying. It should legally be 24 7, 365 days across the entire flattel in the U.S. specifically. Uh, just open carry, right? You would I, have. You would never have the amount of crap go down that you have to go down. I just, I think it's got to be either way. I, uh, not either way. You could carry either way, but I prefer concealed. For the acting part of it, like somebody gets to draw on me or is going to take it, it's just like, oh no, I'm going to go in the corner and be shot over here. Oh no, and then they just pull it out and ventilate everybody in my plan. And, uh, no, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I think it should be just whatever. But I think I mean, it should be like like old West justice, where you, you get someone tries to rob the gas station, you shoot them, and then you look at everybody and say it was self defense. Everybody saw it, and they all go, "Yep, sure, sure enough, was." And then you walk away free. Yeah, I'm good with that. Let's get that pushed to the Senate. <laughs> Just like the way I said it. <laughs> the same accent. The same, the same, accent. Yep. Yeah. same actors and everything. Right, we've signed stupider bills. Oh, yeah. In less time. <laughs> so what's the question of the night? Hold on. Oh, never mind. I had a, one of the boys started crying to make sure my wife was going to hear him. Um, well, what, what was the question? The question was, uh, I don't remember what I put out there. I guess, uh, like, probably something genius. Oh, for How sure. to strategically plan to execute the goals for one's life and future. Yeah. Strategic planning for one's life goals in future. I think, obviously, this comes with some sort of um, caveat of privilege here. I don't think orphans in India are being, you know, can make a plan for their future. But assuming we're in a first world country, right? I think life is like a chess game. If you lose, you did something wrong. Now, there's obviously random interferences, car wrecks, diseases, cancer. I get it. But we're speaking. My brain's raped just now. Go ahead. Generally here. You play What's... the right chess pieces with the cards that you're dealt. <laughs> Brings two games that don't have anything to do with <laughs> <laughs> If you're but... dealt a card and you play the right chess piece, you may go to straight to jail, but you can collect 200 while passing go. <laughs> <laughs> Explains the rules of Monopoly. <laughs> well, I think, I think you go back to the... Uh... On this, you go back to the, uh, you know, more of the Jewish uh, reason, uh, the, the Jewish mantra, and that is, you must be the best you can be. If the yeah. best you can be is, you know, a B grade plumber, then that's the best you can be. The best you can be is the best engineer in the world. That's what you have to do. It's your responsibility as a human. If the best you can be is a CPA, a president, or a senator, whatever you're going to be, but you must push through knowledge and education or tradesmanship to be the best you can. Um, so I, I think that that's the easy mantra out there. It's like, okay, you set your goals, you go for it, and you go 
you should set the goal high and hit it. But but on the other side of it, I think there's a couple things along the way that in a modern society that you can't do. So it's easy to say what you want to do, but here's Making what you can do. Number one, you certainly, whatever you do, cannot ever drink and drive because if you're in a car and you hit somebody, that's horrible. Somebody gets injured, that's horrible, especially if it's your fault, even more horrible. But add a drop, add one beer to that same scenario and someone's got to go to prison for life. That ruins your life. I think the other the other one is the most important. If I you don't hear this in your bad ear, never get married, ever, 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 never, ever get get married. Everybody, when they get married, life changes for people. No matter how it happens, two people just decide to change their rules after they sign the document. And when that happens, uh, a series of shit show happens, and they ultimately end up losing half of their life. You lose half your life. You're screwed. You can't just start over at age 50, 60, 70, 40, 30 with half your assets and half your life. You can't do that. So if you don't get married, you don't move half your assets. I think it makes it simple. Wow. I just got married in my heart when I wanted to kiss a girl. (laughs) (laughs) You can be married in your heart. You can love somebody forever. In fact, Here's the, and I want to get this on the marriage diatribe, but I will say one thing: that if you don't have the loss of separation when you two separate, she could be the, the multimillionaire. That's all fine. If you don't have the uh, the huge loss, you work to keep each other's love. Marriage doesn't have to be there, and everybody, you know, we we wrapped marriage, which was this biblical thing, which was a great thing, around a legal way to reason to have lawyers and lawyers judges who are lawyers in lawsuits we created this massive thing where you can never get married well i mean i'm an old man i've never been married that's a great thing i think uh i think the answer is to marry a man <laughs> At least you can double your wardrobe. Yeah. <laughs> Unless he wears a different size. <laughs> All right, big yeah. guy. I think you're up. I'm just trying to soak in all that I just learned. <laughs> There's a lot to that right there. If you really, if you really replay this, and when you listen to this again, and you so those like, are your big two. Oh, absolutely. You, yeah. you, no DWIs or anything stupid, like anything where you expose yourself to a felony. Yeah. And if you are stupid enough to be involved in some misdemeanor or felony, what do you do? You shut the F up. You call my attorney. His name is Blank. Have that prepared in advance. Write it in your wallet and have that attorney on call. So you can pull it out of your wallet, however you got the situation, and say, and even if you're innocent, you don't say I didn't do it. You say, please call so-and-so. They'll handle this for you. Everything you need to ask will be on their thing. If you're going to take a ride to the jail cell that night, wear the bracelets and worry about getting out of it in the morning. But let your attorney speak for you. They'll be talking about the 15 reasons why you didn't do the Telling crime the cops, did. Telling the cops the story, thinking they're going to help you out. They ain't. Yeah, no, cops no, are not your no. friend. I'll go a step further. Any government is not your friend. And you're like, oh, wait, government is different from police. No, they're not. You have kids in school. Except for John. He's, he homeschools. But you have your kids in school. Those who have kids are out here listening to this. Your kids are in school. They're in a government school. 
this just happened to somebody very, very, very close to me. And not to get into the details of it, but the school took somebody, created what could have been maybe a misdemeanor, maybe a felony situation, created this situation themselves. The government school created the situation and then blamed it on a kid while they yell at them. And if I'm, if, if you're a parent yelling at a kid or a teacher or, or a person of respect yelling at a kid to say stuff, what do you think they're going to say, guys? They're going to say, they'll tell you their hair is pink and the sky is black and purple and everything else. They just want to type, they just want to get out of the situation. They don't know what they're saying. Kids got to realize that you got to lawyer up when the government school comes at and starts yelling. So this just happened. Yeah, uh, seriously. Had, like, had, to get, you... had to get attorneys to represent the school. The school didn't realize what an attorney does, and the school's attorneys had to talk to the school's management and let them know that they improperly questioned these kids and they were out of bounds. So anyways, this yeah. was this was possibly jail time for people. Mm-hmm. Or whatever you call it, juvie or whatever the hell that is. You yeah, know? well, yeah, same thing. School, yeah. just a different name for it. Yeah. Talk, when you, if, if, talk to the police, you shut up. You, yeah. You, you reserve your Fifth Amendment right and the police is, is not limited to police. That's limited to government that's the IRS, that's the school district, that's the, uh, you pick the government, that's City Hall, that's the lawn mowing guy coming up the front door, you know, and uh, that's it. Yep. Just for a recap for all the listeners, whether you have children, you are a child, or plan to have children, um, the information that was shared is basically, it's all true, but uh, you're pretty much a dumbass if you don't know how to say get my turn at K4 and <laughs> younger. <laughs> Age four. <laughs> Can I have my twenty, please? <laughs> I'm not saying anything without my twenty. You can't thank me. So we had to have a discussion with with kids about. about well, yeah, we need to teach them up. If you if you're asked the question, for example, um, do you need help with your homework? The answer is yes or no, whatever. You know, if you asked, you know, um, anything about. Did you see Tommy do this? The answer is, if you want to question my day, you need to talk to my attorney. And if, if, if any questions about my day, I don't care if it's a cop pulling you over. I don't care if it's a teacher asking you about your travels, uh, where you've been or what you saw John do the other day and Josiah and what they were doing. It is it is. Send it to my attorney. We'll get it to you in writing. It'll be unambiguous. You will have yeah. no problem with the clarity that we provide you. But I'm not answering any questions. Yeah. And for some of you kids that are listening, taking notes right now, an easier way to sum up what David's saying is, you know, snitches get stitches, snitches shut, end in ditches. You shut know, the we, F up. Yeah. Our kids, we know, our boys know this I'll, stuff. You know, I'll tell you a story. <laughs> I may Prison rules, baby. have been there or not have been there. Me and these hypothetical friends were in the vehicle driving from one location to another, um, one location that had alcohol to another location that had alcohol. I, hypothetically, was not driving. A friend of mine was. And no, we, got, we got pulled was. over. <laughs> we got pulled over. They did, hypothetically. Yeah, hypothetically. The cop, hypothetically, <laughs> the cop walked up to the window. Hypothetically. 
and I'm freaking out a little bit, right? Yeah. Even though I'm not driving. It wasn't you, though. Somebody else in the store. Yeah, was. someone else. Hypothetically. Yeah, yeah, hypothetically. And cop said, where are you going tonight? The driver answered honestly. No. Said, sorry, sir. The cop said, appreciate your honesty. Let us off. But he's still got to make the decision. When you ask where you're going, my day is not the business of whatever. If you need, if you have any questions, but the problem is that cop had gotten frustrated, said he smelled alcohol, mm-hmm. and pulled said individual out of the car. Uh-huh. That said individual would have blown. Uh-huh. But by cooperating, he got out of it. It's a it's a choice. First off, don't ever put yourself in the situation. So yes. it doesn't yeah, exist. seriously. Yeah, let's just yeah, get yeah. that right out the way. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. You, get your horse and buggy. That's how the Amish get away with it. There, there is, there is never a situation in the world that I could think of. I mean, if I was drinking and I had my second beer and I had a medical situation where I had to drive somebody to life or death at a hospital, you got to do that, right? That yeah. happens, and and you roll the window down. It's like we're heading to the hospital, and you can worry about the the reasons why in front of the judge later when you have that medical necessity. I'm not talking about a band aid. Or a cold. I'm talking about somebody how insensitive literally has a problem. That that's a different discussion than your basic let's go party tonight unless everybody's in the car. Oh shit, we're in trouble. Yeah. Well and you really complicated. Like if I'm like two or three kegs in and there's like a life or death emergency situation, <laughs> what I want to say is just don't get caught. Like that's the easier way out of it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just never be in a situation. Just, just don't get pulled over. That's I don't know why you made it so difficult. Just don't get pulled over. And if you do, run. Then no, just don't after, pull over. It's just answered the question. Lie, deny, and counter accuse. Oh God, I'm not drinking. You're drinking. What What you do is you have a card in your wallet that says I do not give consent or the right to draw or test my blood. When you're in that situation, you run off the road into a tree, so they have to rush you to the emergency room. But when you get there, they can't draw or test your blood. So you have to wake up from your coma. By then, the alcohol is out of your system. Then they can draw and test your blood. You're good to go. In that same scenario, because, oh, oh, oh by the way, it works perfectly. The plan, you go to coma for two days. There's no long-term injuries. You just don't get to you. So every single time I've helped friends out in that exact situation who hit that same tree you talk of, um, they go and get a court order to extract your blood, which takes them about two minutes because they just rubber stamp those things all Friday, Saturday, Sunday night. So uh, so they say, oh, you don't want to get blood? No, it's forcibly taken. So now now they get the court order and it, come, it comes on the facts in two minutes and uh, they got you strapped to a chair now and then they go take it forcibly. Can you just hold your blood in place? Just... Yeah, hold it in. Don't let them take it. Give them someone else's. Just suck in. <laughs> God. Let's take this quick moment just to recognize our new three lines of sweet meat. We have the backyarding, we have barista boys, and we have mango meat. Are oh. you currently chewing on sweet meat there? Yeah, mango loins, actually. You got sweet meat in your mouth? Dude, this is the sweetest freaking meat in my mouth, man. <laughs> man? The, um, okay, man? The uh, mango loins, by the way, aisle 56, any local grocery store from here. You say aisle. mango loins? Yeah, that's the that's the, the new flavor, dude. This thing is slapping. Sounds like dude. a sounds like a sounds like a, a new men's uh, perfume. Can we it's sell like, sweet meat as a package to like 
Budweiser. Because... Bud Light. Put this in your mouth. All you, all you LBGTQ. Here you, here you little faggots. Eat this while you're sipping <laughs> on your syrup. Chew this. Dude, the, the, the mango meat. Mango loins. Mango loins. That sounds Dude, good. That sounds it's great. so good. It's like literally licking Dude, the inner loin of your meat. body. Homo is the best. Full <laughs> <laughs> homo. Is so, mango meat delicious? So, if you were going to take this uh, million dollar enterprise that you have right now, John, and turn it into a billion dollar, and somebody offered you that big leap from your decimal point from where you're at, <laughs> would you sell it knowing that the package is going to have rainbows and transvestites on it? Hell yeah, because- I'd sell it in a heartbeat. <laughs> Not like selling out America. <laughs> Sweet meat was an American-made product. I'll sell that thing and, and create. Anheuser Busch is over sour meat or something. I don't know. Let's <laughs> create another company. Who was that? Who was that Ford guy that was a Nazi? Was Henry, Ford? Ford. Henry, Henry Ford. Henry Ford. Was, he had a picture of Hitler out there. Well, he was. He was. Uh, by the way, uh, although that's the case, and they pick on. He did hate Jews. Yes. Um, Henry Ford was not a great person in that regard, yes. But at the time, what people don't realize is that America was 60% behind Hitler and thought he had a great idea. So it's not just Hitler. There was another, you know, whatever, 20 million people just like him that shared the same sentiment, you know. And you can go back to, like, even 1967 and think that uh, the Civil Rights Act was not a good idea prior to that date. What the hell? Because America was split on that issue. So I've read the books about Hitler like four or five times, and I'm still confused why people didn't like him. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Ever wonder about getting your podcast canceled? Don't worry about it. Aisle 56 gets did. you the biggest bag of sweet meat. Slap that in your mouth. Go ahead. Hitler killed more people than the Mongols did. Pol Pot was, the, I think, the official winner of the, uh, the, death, the death toll. Was it? Didn't we? Didn't we look this up one I time? I think we and did. Pol we Pot did. Yeah. I thought Pol Pot was the winner. I think we even yeah. found somebody actually outdid Pol Pot that we didn't. Realize. Yeah, it was like there was like three or four people higher than Hitler. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hitler's 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 just Hitler, dude. Hitler Hitler just commercialized his killing. So That's it wasn't why he that bad. Hitler. Yeah, he was a decent, outstanding guy. Like Oprah Winfrey's <laughs> worse than Hitler. By the way, go back and listen to How to Kill Baby Hitler so we don't have that problem. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. <laughs> Please go One of our greatest episodes. Baby Hitler is number two right now, trying to beat NASA's fruit, which is also another amazing episode. Is, go ahead is and listen Baby to that. Hitler really number two? 100%. Dude. We do appreciate our Brazilian, German, and English listener. We, we do appreciate that. Didn't well, they I all, don't. Screw you. Didn't they all I hope you're not Jewish. Join the currency <laughs> of... Didn't Brazil, Germany, uh, or Brazil, uh, Russia, Brazil, and China, I- India, Russia, North Korea, and India? I think five. Yeah. I don't know because to me, there's literally just the United Americas and then every other country. So, all right, yeah. if you had to make your own country, or someone handed you your own country, oh, this is good. This reminds me of the question I actually want to talk about. Go ahead, I'll, I'll we'll lead into it. What are the you have you have they they say. You have your own country. You got ten rules to make, and that's those are the rules that your country will run on. You only have ten. You can't make any other rules besides ever, ten, ever, ever. ever. What are those rules, Dave? You're up first. 
quick one was, uh, you know, as always, everybody wants to say the Ten Commandments because it's an easy one, easy out. But I think I would remove the cover that I would remove the cover that ever just to make it kind of sexy, <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then I would try to fit in something else that would really want to make sense, like uh, you're going Ten Commandments plus plus bare arms or something. Yeah, because I would lose cover yeah. thy neighbor that way. Yeah, it can be sexy, and everybody has guns. Yeah. All right, John. I think I'm gonna start off easy. Uh, just this is just a basic principle: don't pee upstream. Um, <laughs> number one. They're all just camping rules. Never, ne- never let the beer go the cold campfire. or go warm. You gotta feel the campfire. Yeah. Coals yeah. cold. And you're, you can leave it. You just make camping rules and create the greatest society that mankind's ever seen. Let's go camping rules once you get off the park website. <laughs> Smoke of the Bear says, stay in school. Gather your own wood. The society takes over the world. <laughs> Has its own currency. <laughs> it just burnt chocolate. <laughs> they're drinking sweet, making it love with their lives. <laughs> it's the happiest place in the world. The Boy, the Boy Scouts had it figured out. Oh, God. Oh, oh yeah, oh. marriage. <laughs> Oh gosh! Yeah, I think that's really the only one I got. The, the, number two, no lawyers would ever be allowed ever to be get a degree. All right, I'm saying, yeah, no horse thieving. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, Saturdays shall not include women. On Saturdays, women are not allowed to speak to men. Boys day only. Boys day only. And then that also goes for Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday and Friday. No, no, oh, oh, no, you're not allowed to make any specific trade or skill a career. Yes. Um, thou shalt uh, <laughs> wear stilts if you're a liar. No, Just so we can pick no, no, no. Thou shalt be stoned to death for lying. <laughs> but that just means you give a bunch of weed. Mm-hmm. Um, also, no shrooms without in- having an enclosed tent. No decision can be made. I'm saying there can be a government. There can. But no decision in that government shall be made unless they are drunk. <laughs> I can make some decisions right now. <laughs> no, hey, hey, hey. And no decision ruled can be overruled by the next executive party. Yes. The decisions just add up. And mm-hmm. then every... 25 years, mandatory Hunger Games, winner becomes president for next 25. <laughs> oh, no. And you, uh, it's illegal to even think about, create, or try to find loopholes in any system. <laughs> uh, if you smelt it, you dealt it. And if you deny, you die. Um... Your taxes are always paid to the neighbor to the right of you. <laughs> you got a bunch of boys just lined up in a circle. <laughs> uh, human sacrifice is allowed if that man... For international trade only. <laughs> Dude, this no. I'm, let's go back to the sweet meat though for a second. Yeah. I do have a question. This mango loin is a habanero mango, dude. On point, like props to the chef. 
this barista boy. It's a salted caramel chocolate espresso. Dude. It's a little bigger. No homo, but I'd go gay for this one. (laughs) (laughs) I said no homo. All right, so here's the thought I have. This is a real thought. I've been driving for the last two weeks for the company. So I've, I've had a lot of time behind the wheel. Today was specifically like nine hours. And I was driving out past the pasture, full cows. And the thought occurred to me, not just when, but who and why were the first people and did they decide horses? When back in the day, dude, you could have like, what if it, like, what if the, the first cavemen were smart enough to actually decide to raise baby raptors? We would still have raptors roaming around today, but they would be trained and tamed and owned by humans. Dude, imagine a raptor drinking red switch. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine having having raptor jerky. What if you ate nothing but raptor? Well, think we 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 tamed wolves, and they're puppy dogs. And wolves are re- dogs are really just bitch ass wolves. Yeah. So so yeah. we've got raptors in our houses. And you know why? Here here's interesting. You know why dogs are super gentle with babies? Because the wolves back in the day learned that the quickest way to get cut up and eaten was to fucking be aggressive at a baby. So it's well, in not, their genetics just, yeah. to find babies. Because think about it, you have a wolf that's hanging around, bitch ass wolf, been feeding it. It barks when there's a bear coming near the TP, right? Mm-hmm. That wolf likes being fed, likes the food. This is way usually they're living out, you know, chasing yeah. down elk. And then they got a couple pups, and one of those pups, you know, tries to snip at a baby. That pup gets killed immediately. It's a bad pup. Babies are valuable. What do those other wolves learn real quick? The quickest way to get eaten is to fucking try to hurt a baby. That's why you see dogs, you bring a baby in, they get all fucking... You know, woo woo woo. Yeah. Or the yeah. eat it. One or the other. Yeah. No, or the, I mean, I was just, I was, I was just thinking, like, why did we choose the animals we chose to keep around? Like, chickens. Like, who looked at a chicken and goes, man, that's good for food. A chicken round thing comes out of its ass. Rex. Well, no, I know. We know the history behind them, but I'm saying, like, why didn't we keep them? You know? Chickens are like cannibals, dude. Yeah. Like eat each other. You ever raise chickens? Yeah. Here, here's the other thing. <clears throat> I raised one up over my head one time and threw it off the bridge. Yeah, we get fucking drunk. Shit. Fun watching chickens. You got tired of getting ah. drunk yourself. <laughs> the 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 craziest thing though, while I've been driving, besides the random thought about why we don't have raptors instead we have horses, but besides that thought, <laughs> the the amount of things that. Oh, this might go back to the first question, though. That question. The, the <clears throat> fact that people believe that we're in this, like, overpopulated crisis blows my... Dude, I was literally driving here in South Carolina for an hour and 15 straight minutes. And all I saw, like, it was like one house every thousand acres for an hour and 15 minutes. This ties into my theory why Bigfoot's alive. <laughs> He's got so much room to hide. Which reminds me on 
one of the episodes I listened back to, Dave or Lil, you oh, I think it was the last one. Lil, you made a comment about Dave's secret love affair with a six foot black dude, and I said, Dave, no Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> Go back to your theory about Bigfoot. Can't wait to hear this. Shaq's little brother. I think, so, let's go back to the 60s. Pandas weren't weren't considered an existing species of bear to the 60s. Slow moving, eats nothing but bamboo. Explorers came back to the Americas and the Europe with stories of a black and white bear, and everyone thought they were full of shit. They sent expeditionary teams into the Chinese jungles to look for these mythical black and white bears. For 20 years, didn't find one. It wasn't until one was killed in the 1900s. I think it might have been the 60s. I could be wrong, but I think it was the 60s that pandas were considered to the scientific community to be a real thing. This is a slow-moving, extremely extremely uh, large amount of the species alive living in the woods. Couldn't find it. Imagine an intelligent ape in millions of acres. That's that the the population is is 20. Maybe there is every reason to believe that something like that would be able to hide from human beings. So in, in full admission here, um, I was tested recently and I'm 2.5% Neanderthal. Just want to let that go. It's yeah. just Dave in the I'm, woods. I'm at 2.5%. <laughs> so, so my 23 me is in, by the way, it's been tracked. Oh, I got to check it out. Man. So, uh, so there was this, uh, I read this book about this scientist and he was hanging out with this uh, indigenous uh, genius beyond geniuses in Australia. And he says, uh, the the, uh, plane was flying overhead. He says, why is it? Why was it the white guy that put that plane up there? He's like, it wasn't a black man. It wasn't this, it wasn't that. He's like, I'm not trying to be racist about it, but what happened? It was a very difficult question for the white scientist being asked by the black genius who was smarter than anybody around and and it came back to you know was it warfare was it germs was it government or was it farming and community and uh ultimately the book meandered here and there is kind of a long long story but the credit in a couple minutes they really believed that it was the animals around them that they were able to control and that would be the oxen the uh, the mule, the horse, because what did people in India have? They had elephants. Now, they're barely in control. It takes a lot of time and a lot of muscle, and you can get an elephant in control. But it wasn't the Nova Scotia guys with reindeer. They had reindeer. They're as crazy as can be. And they, and they, no, really they just to... had flying sleds once a year. <laughs> so they really went into farming. The farming created the need for government, which created trade for corn, for this and that, for this. And because of that, created governments. That created tools. Tools created ways to defend yourself. That created militaries. It was really the animal that created this. So it was that he or she who had the controllable animal controlled farms, crops, farms, crops, government. Less work time, more time to sit around and, and bench tool, it. Tools for defense of their government that then created them a empire. Yeah. And, it, without, and without empires, you didn't have geniuses comes down to animals comes down to animals the animals were the bottom line and the, and whoever and europeans had the horses which came across i think from the u.s on land iceland bridge they hit europe we didn't have horses in the u.s actually they all like went yep. to europe 
and then they came back. They came back, yes. yeah. The yeah, Spanish we, brought them back, right? Yep. Yeah, like three thousand year old horses or something. You know, had been extinct for three thousand years here. Wow. Well, that was close to the truth. What, what do you got? What do you yeah. got? You got to figure it out now. Well, I mean, I've had this figured. I'm a freaking platotologist. Um, the the real issue is, I mean, think about it. When when you guys were growing up, um, what color were your friends? But don't answer that question. The real thing was, um, like I grew up when in the hood. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah, no, I just, grew up I in Thai friends. Yeah, he grew up in Thailand. I grew up in the hood. Yeah, no, it was just me by myself. Go ahead. Um, so, anyways, you, you go out and hang out, and you know, you got a pack, whatever the number is. Five, fifteen, ten, doesn't matter. How many alphas is in any pack? How many alphas one. makes up a pack? Yeah, I, I have a wolf pack of one. Yes, yeah, it's, it's it's one alpha, one alpha to every sixteen betas. That's oh, really that's a good number. Why is that's that? Good. Why is it sixteen? It doesn't matter. You know, sweet. Um, so, anyways, one alpha to fifty-six. Alpha fifty-six. Oh gosh. Uh, so it. it the thing is, that what I'm getting at, to make it quick, is it's one alpha, bunch of betas, always in control. Who Who's the first to make the decision? Alpha, every time. The betas are scared. You got something fun to do, whether it be jump off a cliff into some scarcely dangerous water, super high heights. The wife always complains and makes a decision on what to deal with it. Somebody's part in church, we all got to sit there and smell it. It's the, yes, it's it's the one alpha that controls the world. So going back to why the man who flew the first plane was white, it's it's simple, basic, big testicular math. Like the man with the biggest testicles is going to be the first to get something in the air. So this theory is proven over time. You, you have the pyramids, and it, it traces all the way through history. There's pyramid on every continent. There's Amish on every continent. We know these things, and so it it has nothing to do with the animals. Animals. You know, we already talked about this, you know, raptors and ostrich without its, you know, its tougher skin. And that's why it hides its head because it's ashamed of what it looks like now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a bait, like these things are true. Like the dinosaurs are really little, little alligators now and they're pissed off that they're small because the Amish took them out of their bigger cages and put them in this freaking flat old cage around the ice wall. And you can't get out. So it's it's. These things have been going on. The Amish got all kinds of stuff to have. Wait until we actually land on the moon for the first time. And, like, that's really going <laughs> to blow mine. <laughs> when, when we get there, it's going to be. You're, you're giggling too, man. <laughs> it's going to be amazing when we get to that level. And, like, there's so many more things that the Amish wants to show us. If you had, John, a serious question. If you had $100,000 given you specifically to bet on one thing, whether or not humans have been to the moon, what are you betting on? I'm betting 100%. There's no chance that we've ever been to the moon. I'm putting all my money on that. I'll put sweet meat on the line. <laughs> no. <laughs> He's serious. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> Oh God! Wait, you guys believe we've been to the moon? <laughs> I, I do not. I believe it was theoretically possible, and we went there. I believe it's theoretically impossible, and it still is. <laughs> I believe that we went there, and someone hit a golf ball on the moon. 
with the special stick that he had made. I, I believe said, you could. I went to you a wedding go... World Golf Hall of Fame. One of the astronauts brought a collapsible golf stick and hit a golf ball on the moon. I I believe that you can go to the moon that they landed on still. In the studio. <laughs> Does it clarify? That's right. <laughs> So, so this movie set is still set over there at Area 56, right? It's still, yeah, they still have the movie set. Everything's there. I think there's an Area 57 that's even secreter than Area 56. Yeah. Wait, what is, is that it? Area 56? I think it's Area 51. Area 51. Aisle 56. It's Aisle 56. Yeah, yeah. You guys. Dude, why didn't we name I'm on the wrong aisle. Shoot. No wonder I couldn't find uh, the moon. No wonder I couldn't find the mango <laughs> going. The mango I mean, going. And, and, <laughs> like, it's... <laughs> for me to believe that we're in a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> dude, have you been watching the new Mando season, John? No, dude, I can't. I don't have Disney+. Plus. Okay. Yeah, good. Right, right. Yeah. yeah, I gotta see it, though. I wish. Well, man, just like everything good in life, it all has to come to an end. Um, so, John, if you ever... It's the way it goes. Yeah, I gotta go chew my Legos. No, but the, the new sweet meat uh, is absolutely phenomenal. Um, Can't wait to taste it. When are you coming I'm, back down here next? Dude, you ate a whole bag, seven pounds of sweet meat, <laughs> in the bag, in the in the bag with it. It's perfect. Yeah, it's pretty much. Here's what's funny, dude. Most of the time, when you guys call me out for my audio. I go, we go and listen back, and you can't hear anything. So it just sounds like you guys are just like commenting on absolutely nothing. <laughs> but when me and Lily are ripping on Dave, you can hear like he's doing a demo for the World Trade Center. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you guys are blowing your bus and my balls. And I'm like, I can't wait to hear how bad this sounds. And like, I go back and listen, I'm like, you can't, you can't hear Jack Squat. Like, what are they talking about? I have been pretty loud, but I just like, because... like if, if my balls itch and I scratch them a little bit, I'm here like, what is that? What do you got? A cat in the house? What's going on there? Here's back. <laughs> it's like, Jesus Christ. Well, I'm in the house. My balls itch. And I just needed to give him a little man joke. You know, a little man joke. You know, they just need an adjustment to a little bit to the left. You know? Sounds like you're doing this podcast on a pogo stick. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a dog dragging his ass across some sandpaper. <laughs> Oh goodness! Uh, well, you ever have that like urge to scratch your balls? Oh. You ever have an urge to scratch your balls and don't know how to do it? Well, get up and go to the local grocery store aisle fifty-six. Pick you up the biggest bag of sweet meat. Try that on for size. Absolutely delicious. Need something to flush it down with? Flip over to the next aisle. We don't know what number it is. Pick you up a six-pack of red switch. Get your inner switch on. And uh, what's the other product we have? <laughs> I can't remember them all. <laughs> Uh, uh, the beard oil. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely best product for your, your manscaping. A man needs hair, beard, whatever it may be. Uh, Sawyer's Natural. Go ahead. That's an actual company. You can go online and order that product. Enter in promo code, half the experience. It'll get you nothing, but just buy his product because it's amazing. <laughs> um, yeah, Raptor Packs. I think that's it. I am going on a uh, four-day hike, three-night uh, let's see, not next weekend, the weekend after, so that's going to be a good time. Dude, you're going to take, you know what that means? That means you're going to take at least one shit in the woods, and we're going to have at least one awesome story. Dude, no, we're going to have a ton of story. I'm going to have something, dude, it's four days and three nights. It's about seven and a half miles a day. Um, I think you do that what, I, Yeah, I, huh? I think I could do that uh, sitting down in, in a car. In a car. Yeah, I, could do, I could do that in a little rascal in a blowhorn. I could make that trip. I, I flew I that one to the plane. I could do that in a fucking straitjacket. 
Well, there, there's like 70-something of us going. I could do that in a coma. 70? 70. Who the fuck are you going, like Who are you going with? What is this? Like a, Dude, like we, we literally hit up everybody that we know, and like we lowered our standards, too. <laughs> well, th- thanks for the invite. Apparently, it wasn't low yeah, enough to get, get the invite. Yeah, apparently not low to get us in there. You want to go? You can. Sign up still there. Fucking hike. Come I on. Made a road one... trip for worse. I didn't think he went that you guys were gonna... What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> Listen, all right, put it on your freaking calendars. You got time. The twentieth through the twenty third. It's seventy five bucks. You only you, if you can't, you can just pay when you I get there. I was gonna fold my socks one of those days. I had a beer to drink the other. So probably I, I figured you had something. If you told me before, out. yeah, yeah. If you would have got a hold of me, I'm actually I'm actually in New York that weekend. Uh, I'm doing a rage drug fest with uh, a bunch of uh, a bunch of Hellcats from college. Are you actually fraternal order? Yeah. So it's a it's a fraternal order Hellcat smash, uh, crush. Uh, we we usually drink kegs, fist fight for a hall. Uh, then we go downtown and shred the town. Usually, then we got bail money. We bail each other out. Whoever the survivor, whoever didn't go to jail, bails the other guys out of the jail, out of the jail, from in the jail. And then we all go drink back at the house again. And then the morning after two days of that, we wake up and then fly back to our respective homes. So. See, this is exactly what I'm talking about. I ask you to do the dishes. You won't even help with that. And then when I express my feelings about my hiking trip, you guys make a joke out of it. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, I'm married. I mean, we're, we're, we're taking bets on whether you're shit. What are you talking about? Yeah. Oh, I'm for sure going to. What, what, I mean, what are you, you going to do four days? Oh, no. I've got, I've got seven pounds of sweet meat, and one of them is a, a, a habanero mango. You think it's not going to come out like lava? Oh, it's gonna be like Ooh, you know, that's gonna be delicious. I did, but I did get told. Oh, I have a shit story. Advance. I have a shit story. Last oh, real, real quick, they did give me one rule: I'm not allowed to take a dump in the river. They did say that. <laughs> so I was fishing. Oh, shit. Uh, this is uh, two weeks. Two weeks ago, I was fishing. Um, with a very ungrateful partner, and <laughs> I was uh, on a boat. No, 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 just pond fishing. Pond fishing. Okay. Truck parked about 100 meters away. Nobody's around the pond. I had to go to the woods because it just hit me, dude. That Chuck, stomach, that stomach. Chuck so I pulled down my. Does every shit in the woods not smell the same? It's ah. like whenever you need shit in the woods, you can't wait to the bathroom. It's the like same level of fucking disgusting. Yeah, it's like next level. Grab the tree. Did the tree move? Yeah. I thought of you, John. I said not up against the tree, front facing the tree. Yeah, you got you got a full frontal that thing. Wrap your legs and everything around it. Back. Pants pull forward. Yeah, yeah. Have the, the have the base yeah, of your scrotum yeah. against the bark. Yeah, I, I hang him on. I hang him on the tree. I I didn't. I just I just pulled the pants. I wrap him around my neck now. By the way, satisfying. Got the got the uh, applesauce out of my system. Coffee. Yep. Exit. Coffee. Exit. Whatever. Sweet meat. And <laughs> felt better. Wiped with dry leaves. Right. I figured out dry leaves. It takes more than a green leaf. Yeah, yeah, and they also crunch up a little bit in there. So you got you yeah, got some. Like, I I use it gently. I just I just uh whisked it. Just whisked it, and it took about twenty. Uh-huh. But it was a much cleaner and less messy wipe. Just took long. I, I always go to the the, you're, the you're classic move afterwards. There. No, <laughs> no, nah, that, you don't need that. Not nah, uh, fucking. There, there's one thing that I've I've learned, and it's you watch your surroundings, okay? And I watch dogs drag their ass in the ground. So it, if it works for a dog, it works for me. And I don't use any kind of leaf. You just drag that thing on your way back out, and you're good. Just butt scoot it out. 
Just clean that thing out. It you matches know the, the ground. They wiped your ass with rocks? Yep. Oh, they wiped them? Yes. I thought they just left them there. Well, oh, a nice flat rock, but no, nice smooth, like a skipping stone, like a nice <laughs> lava skipping stone, yeah. black, black, yeah. comfy rock. I they also had public toilets with a leather, you know, a riding crop? Yeah. They'd have one of those. What they would do is they'd stand up. And in my mind, it's a communal, communal riding crop. Riding crop. Yeah, stand up public that's bathroom. Not, that's not shitty. Communal, already crusted. Well, I'll tell you. Well, here's well, the one, real trick. One, one, one of the best things, if you guys, you guys didn't grow up, grow up uh, in the woods, but we used to. In the fall, we would we would harvest the corn and dry it out. Corn shucks. Yeah, then you would you would rub the corn off and make popcorn out of it over the fire, shake over the fire, make like fire fireside popcorn yeah. in, in the net. But you you'd, you'd keep the husks. So when you put the husk against your ass, you didn't wipe it up and down. You actually rolled it from left cheek to right cheek. You pulled it in and out. <laughs> yeah, but you, but, but you you had to give it you, you had to give it a three sixty roll. But you couldn't go 361 degree because you go 361, you're actually putting it back on. It's like a paint. wax on, wax off. Yeah. Well, when you're done, you could actually, you know, you, you could get up in there if you wanted. You could to eat it. <laughs> like a popsicle. <laughs> it's, a little, it's a little kibbles and bits now. Honest question. If you guys ever wait, wait to sort with corn silk Not before? with corn silk, no. Corn no. silk mm-hmm. is the I used poison com- ivy once. Comfortable whole <laughs> treatment you've ever had in your life. I used a squirrel by accident one time. <laughs> I used poison ivy, but everyone thinks it was an accident. I know on purpose because if I have sores there, first of all, I get to show everybody my asshole and I get away with it. Second of all, I get to scratch it all the time and then I just look at the person next to me and say poison ivy and it's acceptable. And the more reasons to touch my butthole, the better. I will say on the last, this is one of the best podcasts ever in the last six minutes. I'm not, I'm not sure. I, <laughs> Honestly, I'll give you the final closeout for the, the real camping trick. And it's actually a rule in, in my society. Um, always always just do your business and then don't worry about wiping until you retuck. Once you retuck, just piss it out. You're good. <laughs> Dear God. You know, I've never thought about that. What if you peed the, the poop out of your... That's like a fire hose. Imagine coming back to camp with just waddling tucks. It reaches. It reaches. <laughs> it reaches. You can put your that on your. I can shove my own penis in my butt right now. <laughs> you can like <laughs> you, can, you can just like do a nine one one fire wash, pressure wash your own backside. Yeah. I think I'd be more. Inclined I think to... I'm trying that. What if you pee the cup, and then like. But just splash it up in there. Kind of splashed it for more of a rinse. It's it, it's like it's like those fancy toilet people think oh, no, by no, no. Uh, by what do they call it? Bidet. Yeah, bidet. Yeah, bidet. Yeah. Pee on your own butt. Your body's got a built-in bidet. Yeah. Or you could just make like a little hole and make a puddle with your urine, and then splash your cheeks down in there. Uh huh. We could totally sell toilets now along with sweet meat. Sweet meat. Oh gosh, we got a new product. An environmentally safe. All you need is a mirror in the toilet to see. <laughs> You see your butt. <laughs> Actually, it, Dave just gave me another great, great invention. It, it could be the hiking t- potty. It's, it's just like it's this collapsible thing that you you stick on the ground, so you're like you know six seven inches from the ground, so you can take a dump nice and easy. But then it has like a spoon on the front edge, so when you're done, you just kind of scrape it off. You, you drag your ass across the front. 
scrape it out, and then you just shake off the plastic hiking potty, and then you collapse it back up and you hook it onto your, your then you, hiking then, then you pee on the spoon. Yeah, you pee on the spoon. You clean it up. You wash the spoon. And if you, uh, and maybe if you miss a little, if you miss a little bit, you know, just lick it off, have a little snack, and you're fine. Oh my God, God! I <laughs> Thank you for the camping invite. <laughs> can't wait to hear about all the fun that's going to happen. God. All right, all right, man. Love Good. you. Much love. We'll talk. Oh, oh.